Hello, and welcome to episode number three of Tech Today. I'm Aaron Salome. Uh, I'd like to point out before we get started, we're actually filming this episode of Tech Today because, as I mentioned, I think in episode one, I kind of want to take this podcast in a new direction, and I'd like to start up a video version of Tech Today instead of just the audio podcast that I've been doing for a while now. And so today is kind of the beginning of that. We're filming this episode. I don't really plan to release the video version of this episode because we really haven't worked out a lot of the technical glitches uh, and issues that we have. So this is kind of our test run. Uh, But I do hope to have a video version uh, going by, by, I hope by October, because we still have a lot of issues that we got to get worked out. So we're filming this as kind of a test run. And, uh, and I hope that we can get this video version going real soon for you guys. Um, but that's that. We're going to start with today's stories. And we actually have quite, quite a bit of good stories to go over today. And the first one is, as much as I hate Best Buy, I think they have a really interesting idea here. Uh, Best Buy is going to be launching express gadget vending machines at eight major airports within the coming months. And I think this is, this is actually a really good idea. Best Buy is going to be partnering with a company called Zoom Systems. They're a San Francisco-based vending machine company. And uh, they're going to be installing small automated stores at about eight airports just to start off with. They're hoping to have them installed by September 1st uh, in airports in Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Houston, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, and San Francisco. And uh, and they hope to have uh, things like cell phone and computer accessories like cell phone chargers, um, digital cameras, portable data storage devices, headphones, travel adapters, anything you could possibly need to go on a trip. And I think this is a really good idea because, you know, who hasn't forgotten something like a cell phone charger when they're going on a trip or they forget their digital camera or something like that. Uh, so I think this is really this is really going to be a big market for them. And I think they can make a lot of money off of this. When these things actually get installed around September 1st, I'd like to hear from you guys and see what your experiences are with them. But, uh, but aside from that, more Best Buy news. Best Buy is actually going to start selling the iPhone. Up until now, the only places to find an iPhone is at either an Apple store or a singular st- uh, an AT&T store. Excuse me. But now Best Buy says they're going to start selling the iPhone around September 7th at 970 of their regular and 16 of their mobile specialty retail units. It's great to see Apple and AT&T start to widen the availability of the iPhone, but I'm not really sold on whether this is going to be a big thing or not. Uh, I think the people who want iPhones, um, number one, already have them. And number two, can either get them at an AT&T or an Apple store. Um, you know, I mean, maybe for people in areas where there isn't a close Apple store or a close AT&T store nearby, Best Buy will be the next best option. I'm not really sure how, how big this is going to be, but I guess only time will tell. We're going to have to find out around September 7th when these start to go on sale in Best Buys around the country. Well, it's no secret that Apple's App Store has been a huge success, and Apple is now saying that 60 million iPhone apps have been downloaded which equates to about $30 million in revenue in just the past month. I think this is amazing, and even Steve Jobs himself has said, I've never seen anything like this in my career for software. And obviously the App Store has been a great selling point for the iPhones and the iPod Touches. Uh, Before, it was kind of the cool factor that was selling the iPod Touches and the iPhones. When they first came out, you know, they were touchscreen, they were really cool, everyone wanted them. But now that the cool factor is kind of worn off and everyone's used to iPhones and iPod Touches, uh, this app store is really helping to keep the interest in the iPhone high. So I think it's great and it's really only going to get better from here on out. And in one final piece of Apple news, there was actually a three alarm fire at Apple's headquarters in Cupertino the other night. 
There's no word yet on what started the fire, and Apple is actually being very secretive about what goes on in the building that the fire was contained in. So nobody really knows anything yet, but we'll keep you up to date as the story unfolds. That was a little weird. I kind of sounded like a newscaster there. <laughs> yeah, right. There's been no word yet on what started the fire, but we'll keep you up to date as the story unfolds. All right, our next piece of news is actually, this is actually pretty significant. Um, I myself don't use this service, but apparently 28 million people do. AOL apparently plans to abandon their picture service by the end of the year. Now, this service has been around for quite a few years, and uh, a lot of people use it, obviously, 28 million people. Um, in addition to this, they're also getting rid of their XDrive, BlueString, and My Mobile services. Apparently, those four services just aren't bringing in enough money for AOL to justify keeping them around. So, uh, so say goodbye to AOL Pictures, everybody. And if you still use them, uh, if you still use AOL for your pictures, there are a lot of great other services out there. Um, actually, I would recommend downloading Migrator, M-I-G-R-A-T-R. Uh, and move all your photos away from AOL Pictures before they all go offline. Now for some really interesting news coming out of Microsoft for people who are interested in video editing. They're working on a new technology called Unwrap Mosaic. And the best way I can describe it is uh, it's kind of like a Photoshop for video. What they do is, uh, let's say you have some video of you're filming someone's face. You take that video, you bring it into this software, what it does is it unwraps the face and turns it into a flat image. So instead of working on a 3D face, you're working on a flat image of their face. You can, you know, you can add anything you want, like a mustache, uh, eyebrows, something like that. And then the program will wrap that image back onto the face, and all your adjustments are going to be there on the video. So, so it's kind of like editing a photograph, except you're editing a video, and all those adjustments are going to stay there. It's really interesting. And you know, there are so many other applications for this. You know, you, you can edit out imperfections in a video. Uh, if something looks like the wrong color, change the color on it. Uh, I mean, this is really going to be something interesting to look for, and I can't wait for this to come out. Now, there's some really awesome news that just came out for fans of the 8-bit generation of video games. Mega Man 9 was just announced. And the really, really interesting thing about Mega Man 9... Well, the first interesting thing about Mega Man 9 is Mega Man 8 was released in 1997. So this is going to be the first Mega Man game that takes place in the original continuity uh, since 1997. Of course, we've had you know a bunch of other Mega Man series, Mega Man X, uh, the Mega Man Battle Network series, uh, Mega Man Zero, ZX, Star Force, a whole bunch of other Mega Man games, uh, and none of them, of course, were as good as the original Mega Man series. But the other extremely interesting thing about Mega Man 9 is that it's going to be produced with 8-bit graphics. I'm really excited for this. Capcom just released some uh, promotional art for Mega Man 9, and it's so awesome. It looks just like the old-school, late 80s video game box art covers, uh, cartoonish and everything. It's just, it's going to be great. Uh, Capcom is saying that it's not going to be sold in retail stores. Uh, it's going to be a download, actually. So it's going to be on things like Nintendo's Virtual Console, the Xbox Live Store, things like that. But I'm just really freaking excited for this. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wish a lot of people would do more of this now these days. We all know how powerful these newer consoles are. Uh, we all know what kind of graphics these companies can push out. I just wish more people would do this kind of thing these days. You know, because nothing beats just the fun gameplay of these old school games. You know, a, a lot of these newer games are 
I think, weighed down by the great graphics and, you know, the online play and all this other stuff. You know, nothing beats just sitting there with a very simple but very fun game. And that's what that's what all these old school games were. You know, you didn't have to have great graphics to have a lot of fun. And so I'd like to see more companies kind of get into this uh, these days, you know, releasing, you know, maybe a new Mario game that's in the old school style, 8-bit style, uh, a new Sonic game that's old school. I think it'd be a lot of fun to see that. And I really hope Mega Man 9 does well, because if it does, maybe we will start to see more stuff like that. Well, this last story for today really has nothing to do with technology at all, but it has to do with football, which is kick-ass, and music, which is kick-ass which means this story is kick-ass. And I think you're going to agree when you hear that Bruce Springsteen is playing the Super Bowl halftime show in February. I love the fact that they've been having all these classic rock acts. Uh, Paul McCartney, the Rolling Stones, uh, who else? Prince, Tom Petty last year, and now Bruce Springsteen. I think Bruce is great. I love his music, and I'm really excited about this. Uh, but with that, that is the end of today's episode. Before we go, I'd like to say a few things. Emails. Keep the emails coming in, definitely. Techtoday2008 at gmail.com. Uh, the email address is actually spelled out T-E-C-H-T-O-D-A-Y 2008 at gmail.com. So keep the emails coming there. I have received uh, some emails already. Uh, I think starting in next episode. Um, yeah, starting with the next episode. Why not? We're going to start to do emails at the end of each episode from now on, from here on out. So uh, so look for that. Keep the emails coming in. I would also like to tell you, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, you can get me twitter.com slash Aaron Salome, A-A-R-O-N-S-A-L-O-M-E. All one word, no space in between. So if you want to add me, go ahead and do it. I'll keep you up to date on... Uh, where I am, what I'm doing at all times. You'll also get information on you know, when I'm recording new episodes, when new episodes might be coming out, and you'll actually be kept up to date on a new show that I'm currently working on, completely different than anything I've done before. It's not going to be in the tech genre, per se, but if you want to keep up to date on that, it's going to be a video show that's going to be coming out by the end of this year. Uh, we're going to be getting into production very soon. It's really going to be interesting. I'm really excited about it. And so if you want to stay up to date on that, check out Twitter. Um, add me on there, and you'll be kept up to date on everything that's going on. Um, and also, if you want to check out this show's website, the website is The New Tech Today, all spelled out, T-E-C-H-T-O-D-A-Y, dot blogspot.com. And on that website, you will be kept up to date on everything that's going on regarding this show. So check out Twitter, check out Blogspot, send me an email, do whatever you got to do. Just make sure you come back for the next episode, all right? I'll see you next time on episode four of Tech Today. For now, I'm Aaron Salome. Thanks for listening. <laughs>